Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Tuesday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is Tuesday. It is right now 106 on this March 29th. And this portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop it and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food, full bar, large dining area. They had a big crowd watching uh, March Madness over the course of the weekend. Enjoy a unique rustic setting. The food is delicious. Stop in, plus they have the big new deck uh, as soon as the weather gets a little bit nicer. But it's the Lodge, Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, visit the website, dipetro.com. We have a lot of videos up. Uh, I am coming to you again. We remain in Eastern Europe. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, I was actually in Ukraine earlier, and then um, while the weather is, uh, you know, first, when I first got over here, it was very, very cold, for those that have been following, and then now, we experienced some decent weather, except at night, and now all of a sudden, that's challenging, and then um, we had some Wi-Fi challenges, and also some... um, uh, bombing sirens, air raids, uh, noises went off. And so with that, I decided um, it would be very difficult, if not impossible, to try to do the broadcast uh, from over there. But the good news is, as many of you know, if you've been listening and following, as this is week four of our coverage over here in Eastern Europe, uh, this unprecedented war with uh, Russia invading Ukraine. But as you, you may or may not um, uh, recognize now Ukraine is seven hours ahead so in uh, and over here the time difference is now after seven o'clock in the evening so it, it made sense I was there earlier and then um, it, it just did not uh, you know listen it can be it can be you, you have to be uh, flexible in this type of situation it was not going to just wasn't going to work but I encourage you go to the website topetro.com because we do have other local stories up I really like This new lieutenant governor candidate, Gene Lugo, he's a young man. He'd like to be your next lieutenant governor. He's running as a Republican. And he blasted, and I think rightfully so, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos because she is silent about that Governor McKee, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, FBI probe, which is even making news over here, as a matter of fact. I'm aware of it. But check it out on the website. And then we also still have other video up that – Listen, it's it's horrible to see. And I've learned more, by the way, about this whole situation with the stabbing in Water Place Park. And I'm probably going to do an updated story on that from what I've heard what happened with a uh, 15-year-old. What I have heard is that a 15-year-old brought a kitchen knife with him. He is from Middletown, always in trouble. He was with the 19-year-old and then the other individual. And they took the bus. They went to Providence Place Mall. They were causing problems at Providence Place Mall. And then uh, security asked them to leave. And then on the way out, instead of going, what you would normally do is then be a right and then go towards Kennedy Plaza. But whoever it was, they then went by into Water Place Park. And what I have told is there's an individual, I'm not sure his, his age, I'll find out, but there was a third individual that encouraged the 15-year-old uh, who was arguing. They were arguing with the 19-year-old who was trying, this is what I've been told, was trying to diffuse the situation between security and the 15-year-old. And so, uh, you know, what I also understand is the 19-year-old did not know that the 15-year-old had a kitchen knife with him. And he stabbed, excuse me, stabbed him 19 times. So uh, it's a brutal, vicious attack. And with the other one encouraging the 15-year-old, I mean, it's just terrible. So you can see it, though, on the website, petro.com. We have the McKee FBI probe story that I'm going to get into. And then also, um, folks, bringing the latest. And, you know, this Will Smith story, I, I, I recognize it's huge over there. There's, there's different elements to it. It's um, 
It is just, uh, listen, he brought this on. None of it makes sense. Uh, Jada Pickett-Smith, two weeks before that, said that, um, that, that she didn't care that she had lost her hair with having the alopecia. And then uh, Will Smith first started laughing, and the next thing you know, he's up on the stage and he's slapping Chris Rock. So a lot of fallout on that. It wasn't the first time he's hit someone. Uh, they're doing ma- massive uh, damage control. It's it's just such a, I can only imagine how big it is out on the West Coast in L.A. It must just be absolutely just dominating story. But it's, there was there was no reason for it. He shouldn't, he should have been escorted out of there, as a matter of fact. He shouldn't have been allowed to stay and get his Academy Award, meaning Will Smith. And on top of that, you know, him screaming, you know, keep my blank and wife out of your mouth or whatever he was, it's just appalling. It's uh, it's disturbing to see. Donna Perry was right. It's it's violent. He should have been arrested. Uh, even if it's simple, simple battery, it was battery. And it shouldn't have been tolerated. Now, I'm also following, um, again, this other story, this terrible story of the woman that was found by her boyfriend in Providence in the refrigerator. Olivia DeRocher of ABC6 is, is talking about the court documents. Documents saying the two of them were smoking a marijuana cigarette with crack cocaine the morning of March 16th before Nathan Cooper shot her. She was found March 22nd. Cooper told police she laid in the shower for two hours bleeding profusely before he put her in a refrigerator in the bedroom. Cooper told police, according to court documents, he did not call 911 because he didn't trust police. Oh, okay, that explains it. Uh, Sherry Maddox, the woman police say was shot and killed by her boyfriend, put in a refrigerator. It's terrible. Suspect shot her in the chest in the shower a week before she was found. So, um, terrible story with... That Now, I want to get to, um, I played some of this last hour, but folks, I'm going to repeat this business, um, and I, I'm going to talk about the war in just a moment, because it is important, and I fully get, you know, I'm looking at a headline right now, bank records show Hunter Biden received 100000 from a Chinese firm. That's fair game. That can be investigated. All of that stuff is absolutely fair game, should be investigated. But none of it, none of it has anything to do with why Russia invaded Ukraine. It's, it's not even in the same ballpark. So now I also just want to see this. Jada Pickett-Smith has broken her silence after her husband, Will Smith, struck him. Uh, been vocal. Oh, Instagram. This is a season for healing and I'm here for it. Oh, that's it. That's not exactly breaking or silence. All right. Deceptive um, headline. Let me get to Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, who is under an FBI probe. Will Rhode Island elect someone as governor who is facing in this target of an FBI probe? Um, It's unprecedented. Uh, Governor... Ed DePreet was facing a lot of questions. And then that was, I think, you know, part of the reason Ed DePreet lost in 1990. And, you know, when you look back, his brother, his son, Dennis DePreet, also should have gone to jail, by the way, instead of just the father went and did a year at the ACI. But um, <clears throat> but they they were continuing, you know, their scam even after the election. You know, I remember Dennis DePreet. So they lost in the November election. They lost to Bruce Sundland. And Dennis DePreet was still going around trying to collect bribes that that people, you know, he was shaking people down to pay them bribes. I mean, that is like real nerve. People were like, no, we're not paying you. First of all, we should have been paying you in the first place. And we're definitely not going to pay you now that you you lost the election. So but even think of that. I mean, that's real gall that he was still. Um, and I'm talking about Dennis Dupree was still trying to collect. And even after they lost, still going around. Hey, you, you still owe me. You still got the contract. You owe us. 
five grand. No, the, the reason you were able to shake everyone down is because you guys had, you know, the third floor at the state house, the governor's office. You're not you're not getting it. Okay, now it won't let me play it um, overseas. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna pivot. I have other sound that we're gonna play instead. But folks, make no mistake about it. And I wanna see where this pans out. Right now it's uh one sixteen. On this Tuesday, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 909.9 FM, I'm going to repeat what I've said. He is the target of an FBI probe. You don't know where these things are going to go. It would be unprecedented for, number one, the first thing that happens is the money dries up. Most donors do not want to get dragged in with someone who is then the target of an FBI probe. So Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, he's got problems with that. Then you don't know where the investigation is going to go. And when people get caught up in wrongdoing, they could try to uh, cut an immunity deal. So this is the beginning of the FBI probe into Rhode Island Governor, former Mayor Cumberland Dan McKee. Uh, It's not the end of it. It's the beginning of the FBI probe. When you get the FBI, something caught their attention and I want to remind people, as I have it on the website, Buddy Cianci did over six years in prison, federal prison. Dupree went to uh, prison for a year. And then, you know, some of the others, Jerry Martineau, he did, he did time. John Salona did time. Uh, <clears throat> I think Bill Irons did. Several people should have done time. You had those North Providence councilmen, uh, the council, the Three Stooges. Um, and then you had former Mayor Pawtucket, Brian Seralt. He did time, federal uh, prison. A lot of people with Operation Punerome. CNC, of course, the most popular. And so we're going to happen with uh, uh, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. And this, but this, make no mistake about it, this is going to go on for a while. This is going to go on for a while. Folks, but check the website, depetro.com, brought by Sole Source Restoration. Call Mike CP's company, request a quote today. What they do, S-O-L-E, soul, soulsourcerestoration.com. They clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Call Soul Source today, 401-712-2700. There is a link on the website to petro.com. Now, I want to play a little sound that we have, and then I do have an update. All right, so uh, let's see. Delegations from Russia-Ukraine are meeting in Turkey, new round of peace talks. As the troops continue to clash on the ground. Listen, Ukraine is holding their own in this war. I want to hear this is um, the latest from NBC. Let me hear this. Good morning, Craig. These talks in Istanbul are the first direct meetings, the first direct negotiations between Ukrainian and Russian officials. The mood was described as cold. They, they haven't met for peace talks in the last two weeks. Uh, there was no handshake at the start. Ukrainian officials say that they are only looking for a ceasefire, that they are not willing to surrender a single inch of this country's territory to Russia. The Ukrainians reflecting more confidence after recent success on the battlefield. Ukrainian troops are proving to be a tough underdog, clawing back territory from Russia around Kyiv, retaking a town east of the capital. And Ukrainian officials say the Kyiv suburb of Irpin, where Russia launched one of its earliest and most notorious attacks on civilians, killing a family, escaping the fighting. The mayor of Irpin says the suburb, which Russia hoped to use as a gateway into Kyiv, was liberated. But while Russia is losing ground, or perhaps because of it, Russian forces continue to carry out indiscriminate attacks against Ukrainian towns and cities. In a hospital in Kharkiv this morning, the hallways are full of Ukrainians wounded by Russian attacks. They're in the halls because Russia dropped two bombs near the hospital, blowing out the windows. Andre, an electrician, was in his home on the outskirts of Kharkiv when suddenly Russian forces, he says, bombed the area. I heard a whistle and then I lost consciousness, he says. He woke up to find most of his thigh muscle gone, the bone showing. He says he somehow managed to get his wife and daughter into their car and even drive. But as they were leaving, Russian forces hit the moving car. I felt the car lift up, Andre says. 
His wife, Tetiana, 24 years old and studying to be a hairdresser, told him, I'll be with you forever. They would be her final words. Andre was recovered by Ukrainian troops. His injured daughter was taken by relatives. He has no idea where. His wife's remains, he says, are still in the car. Too dangerous to reach her for burial. Why do you think this is happening? I've thought a lot about this, and I don't know why, he says. We weren't bothering Russia. We are the same people. But they just seem to want to kill us and make us handicapped. There are so many stories like that of families who had their entire lives disrupted, unended, or just extinguished in a matter of moments here in the city of Kharkiv and particularly in the city of Mariupol in the south where morgues are overflowing. Craig, HG foreign correspondent. He is, um, <clears throat> folks, that is Richard Engel. I mean, the guy is just, he is just an unbelievable reporter. He really is. Uh, he first burst on the scene during uh, after September 11th into Afghanistan and then you really got to see him uh, in Afghanistan but then also with in in Iraq but Richard Angle is just folks in the area that he is in now granted he's a foreign correspondent he knows the territory he has translators I mean he lives over in this part of the world but the area that he is in that is um, that is really really dangerous. So it's it's hard to um, it's hard to even kind of describe. That is just at any moment you have to be ready that things are just gonna you know explode. All right. I also want to play. Here is President Biden attempting to. <laughs> Walk back his statement about Putin cannot remain in power. Made over the weekend that Russia's Vladimir Putin, quote, cannot remain in power. NBC's chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander joins us with more on that. Hey, Peter, good morning. Hoda, good morning. The president's initial remark punctuating a powerful speech in Poland on Saturday appeared to suggest he was calling for regime change in Russia, which would have been a major change in U.S. policy. The White House even rushed out a statement shortly after to clarify the president's words. But when pressed by reporters here at the White House Monday, President Biden stood by his comments, insisting that he was sharing his anger personally, not any change in policy. I'm not walking anything back. I was expressing the moral outrage that I feel, and I make no apologies for it. On Monday, the president argued that nobody believes he was talking about taking down Vladimir Putin. And while some praised him for his blunt statement, critics slammed the ad-lib remark as a gaffe, warning intended or not that it could escalate tensions with Russia right now, just as the U.S. and its allies are trying to find a diplomatic solution to end this war. President Biden disagreed, saying that his comment does not complicate diplomatic efforts, insisting Putin is going to do what he's going to do, regardless of the president's words. Hoda. All right, Peter. You know, I actually agree with that. Um, and I recognize some people don't fully get it. I got an email just a short time ago. You're giving propaganda. What propaganda? Many people don't. They don't know what propaganda is. I'm going to explain in just a moment, by the way, about some of the propaganda that's out there. Now, this portion of the John DePietro show, folks, right now, I recognize it's Tuesday and it's 124. And it's brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, where they have, by the way, delicious Polish food, pierogi, and a lot more, and traditional American fear, the Coesed Inn. I also want to remind you on this Tuesday, you know who's open? The Queen of Health, Marie, it's my health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. Where you can pop in, she has everything, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ice, honey, maple syrup, beef, fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas and hemp and CBD products, either for you or for your pet. Folks, it's my health because it's your health. And especially if you enjoy different types of tea or spices or herbs. Marie is the best. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. If you're listening right now on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM and you're on Menden Road, pop in and say hello to Marie. 
and support a great local business. She is the queen of health. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I want to give a special hello to my friend, realtor, Pat Elston, who is just terrific. That is exactly right. I encourage anyone that's thinking of moving, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. There's a link to her on the website, which is dipetro.com. Now, I want to touch on, because folks, we deal in... In truth. Oh, good. Oh, I'm just seeing this, by the way. Rule change. In the postseason, both teams will now get the opportunity to possess possess the football in overtime. Good. See, you know what I love about the NFL is they adapt. Baseball does not adapt. You know, we, we saw it's not fair whoever gets the coin toss and gets the ball. They get, you know, they most of the time they get a touchdown, they win. So uh, so now, from now on, both teams get an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime. Um, because so it doesn't mean if someone comes down and scores, that's it. The game's over. And that's that's what happened with. Uh, <clears throat> you know, th- this guy, these people are just nuts. They're canceling Russia right now. Folks, there are so many. American media people. What's this guy's name? Dave Rubin. I'm not a fan of this guy. I think he's light. But here he is. Name instead of orange man. Risk of YouTube cancellation. It just seems kind of funny to me, actually. Sometimes I say it, but I do like saying orange man because it's like they they unpersoned him. They, They canceled the most powerful person in the world. Big tech managed to cancel Donald Trump. They did it right in front of our eyes. Um, you know, in essence, they're canceling Russia right now, right? They're canceling, you know, you can't buy Russian vodka in all of these stores. It can't be imported. And they took the Russian national team off the NHL hockey game on Good. PlayStation. Good. I mean, who are you punishing? Good. Who are you? Are you punishing Putin Good. or are you punishing vodka Good. importers and exporters? And are you punishing Good. hockey players that happen to be Russian Good. who you know nothing of their politics? Good. Uh, so I always say orange man because it's like we should remember why don't. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, be quiet, jerk. All right, I want to get to, um, I recognize for a lot of people it's confusing, and I haven't heard any talk radio, so I have no idea if people are talking about uh, this a lot or not. Let me also just go, Jaina Pickett-Smith, I don't give two craps what people think of this bald head a week before the Oscars. Well, maybe maybe Chris Rock heard that and thought, okay, um, okay, let me just, I want to just, uh, let's see. Um, Tucker Carlson made no mention of the Russian defense ministry allegations. He said he had spoken to someone who claimed the U.S. had moved bioweapon research offshore to Ukraine because it was too dangerous to conduct in the United States. However, that it's all coming from the Russian defense ministry. So whoever this Russian defense ministry is, by the way, I also want to mention Helena Bonanno folks, Democrat for governor, single digits right now. She's calling for, because the state of Rhode Island has a $600 million surplus, she's saying if I'm elected, um, one time $500 tax cut to anyone earning less than one hundred thousand, it would cost two hundred million. That's still soft. That's still nowhere where it should be. In in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts, they're mailing bonus checks using federal money to essential workers, and it's happening this week. Five hundred dollar bonus payments on way to five hundred thousand low income. But see, you know, her idea of Tax cuts, that's not, it, it's, it's still not enough. It's still not enough. All right, I want to get to, this is the Washington Post. And I, I don't care what, some people may dismiss this. I, I'm telling you, I, they, um, it, it's, it's a real newspaper. 
they use real sources. Uh, I, I understand some people, everything's fake. If, if everything's fake news, then why do you believe some of these news sources that you know, you've never even heard of with no writer attached to it? All right, hold on. I have the, I just found, I have the article just uh, a moment ago. Bear with me, folks. It's important. It's pretty well, it's uh, well-researched. It explains a lot. And I, I am telling you there are people, and I'm going to, there, um, there are certain Americans in the media that are, they, they're getting money. They're getting money from from friends of Putin, high power Russians, wealthy Russians, whatever it is, there are people. That's the that's the only rational explanation as to why some people would would choose to leave important information out of a story like this, and it's not. It's not lost on me. So many people, that Hunter, that Tucker Carlson, and the the story of the bio labs and that whole thing. I, it's incredible the number of people that quote that, and that was enough for them, and that's what they, you know, put everything in. And I am having a hard time pulling up the article. And I apologize, uh, folks. I just had it. The problem. How about this? Ukrainian negotiators don't eat or drink Russia talks amid poison concerns. I mean, that's how that's how bad it that's how bad it is. All right. Again, I, I'm aware that I'm live. I apologize, folks. It's 133. You're listening to can I the the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM and again check out the website depietro.com which is brought to you by Brood Awakening stop in and discover the brood difference two locations in Johnston location in in uh, Warwick on Bolt Hill Road and then also Pontiac Avenue I am headed there as soon as I get back. All right, I want to pull up this article because it's important. The truth about Hunter Biden and the Ukrainian biolabs. This has been much talked about. There are a lot of people that are betting everything on this. I also recognize there are some people that I don't understand. I think what there's... There's things that they want to believe. And so what some people do is they then find things to justify the point that they want to make. In other words, they don't really want to arrive at the truth. They, they have an end game of how they want the news to read. And then what they do is they then search to find tidbits of information that will help them get to the end game that they're looking for. And, I, 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 there, and there's many people that are doing this. Um, we, we really, you also really saw this, by the way, during COVID, you know, there, there were people that, um, that, you know, just as an example, they didn't want to wear a mask and, and it's not a matter of then, you know, arguing about it. it it's more about they, they then want to research and find whatever they can in order to to back up back up um the reason they didn't want to wear a mask okay i i fab it okay here we go
the truth about Hunter Biden and the Ukrainian biolabs. This is really important. Now, if there's someone listening, and again, folks, it's the John DePietro show. <clears throat> Listen, we, we have to deal in truth. We have to deal in truth. And if, if people say, I don't care, I want to believe the Russian propaganda, that's, that's your business. But at least you have to realize that you're, you're getting Russian propaganda. Okay, so you have the Russian state-owned domestic news agency. Hunter Biden's investment fund financed the Pentagon's military biological program in Ukraine. All right, so that was one allegation. The National Pulse is reporting tonight, apparently a private equity firm run by Hunter Biden funded some of the research into pathogens in the biolabs. So that's this thing called National Pulse. Tucker Carlson, Russia's assertion that President Biden's son Hunter was, quote, financing biological laboratories in Ukraine was based in truth, according to emails reviewed by the Post. He's, he reported, oh, the New York Post. Or <clears throat> um, did Tucker say that? Uh, New York Post um, bombshell, did Russia invade Ukraine because of the Biden biolabs? Hunter Laptop says yes. Okay, the Russian Defense Ministry knows how to stir up the interests of the right-leaning news media. Mention Hunter Biden, the president's son. By the way, that is true. But hear me out, the Russian Defense Ministry what they really do is the heads of propaganda. Whatever you're doing right now at 137 and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, whether you're listening in Mass or in Rhode Island or online, you want to hear this. You, have, you want to hear what I'm about to tell you. Russia for years has been seeding the ground to claim that the United States set a bio- Warfare labs in Ukraine and other former Soviet republics, claims that have been revived as part of the invasion of Ukraine. As part of his media presentation, Igor Krilorov of the Russian Armed Forces alleged the labs were part of the U.S. plot to study the natural immunity of the population to identify the most dangerous pathogens for people in the region. Now, hear me out. The defense ministry released a complex-looking flowchart, spaghetti lines, depicting not only the involvement of Hunter Biden, but, wait for it, George Soros in the alleged financing of bioweapon labs. But the reference to Hunter Biden was catnip to the right-leaning media. And that's true, by the way. Anyone that starts talking about Hunter Biden, George Soros, folks, I'm telling you. I mean, I get the whole thing, but be on guard. Reporters immediately dug into their copies of Biden's laptop, supposedly left behind for a repair in a Delaware shop, blah, blah, blah. Dredged up emails suggested validated the Russian report. First of all, as been previously documented, there are not bioweapon labs in Ukraine, but they're biological research facilities. There's a difference. There's a difference. Someone says biolabs. Well, is it a bioweapon lab or biological research facility? Therefore, if Tucker Carlson or Dan Bongino or whoever says, oh, there's biolabs there, there's a difference between, hear me out, a bioweapon lab and a biological research facility. Wonder why you need a COVID-19 booster dose? Remember that boosters are a normal part of regular medical care. Kids need them for measles, mumps, and rubella. Adults need them for chickenpox and tetanus. Boosters offer strong protection against infectious diseases. If you got a COVID-19 booster, you're nine times less likely to be hospitalized than someone who's vaccinated but didn't get a booster. Get yours today. Visit c19vaccineri.org. You'll look your best after visiting Salon Royale, located in the plaza behind Burger King. 273 Social Street, Woonsocket. They're a full-service unisex salon, offering cuts, colors, waxing, eyelash extensions, lash lifts, intense, brow tinting, teeth whitening, and much, much more. Salon Royale continues to grow their business. Hairstylists wanted, stop by and speak with Ashley. Salon Royale, 273 Social Street, Woonsocket. Call them at 401-769-7788, or you can schedule your appointment through Fagaro.com. Gift cards always available. 
Swing into State Line Service and Tire Center for all your automotive service and repair needs. Kevin, Sean, and Don are ready to serve customers because cars and trucks still need attention. And we remain open with our regular hours and urge you to make an appointment by phone at 765-0146. Open Saturdays 7 to 11 in the fall and winter. Or you can make an appointment on Facebook or use our website, statelineautoservice.com. For your convenience, you can leave your car overnight and use our key drop service, or you can use our waiting room while we service your vehicle. Conveniently located at 1209 Social Street, Socket, right on the Bellingham Blackstone line. We perform all car and truck service, such as brakes, exhaust, suspension, diagnostic repair. All services are handled expertly by our ASE certified technicians and delivered on time at fair prices. State Line Service and Tire Center, still ready to service your car or truck. Stay healthy. Formerly located within Interiors by Glow at 275 Social Street here in Woonsocket, Glow's tax service has relocated to her home office and is welcoming existing clients and accepting new clients by appointment. Glow is a certified IRS tax preparer and offers electronic filing of your tax returns. This year, Glow is offering the convenience of paying your tax preparation fees with your refund. No upfront, out-of-pocket costs. Processing fees do apply. Depending on your personal situation, Glow is offering reduced rates for seniors and low-income clients, starting as low as $75, well below the average tax preparation fees charged by her competitors. Call or text Glow today, 401-580-1311, to schedule an appointment or to ask her questions. She's available Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and weekends between the hours of 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. That number again, 401 580 this is the time of year we've all Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. The problem with your heating system? Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. 24-hour emergency service, gas boiler, oil burner, Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Look for them on Facebook and the website is recooganheating.com. Residential services, as Coogie says, let us into your home Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating. Proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now, it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401 732-6562. 732-6562. It's Coogie. It's 24-hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Well, as you know, it's Tuesday. It is March 29th. We are uh, continuing coverage of uh, in Eastern Europe of this war. It's Russia invaded Ukraine. And uh, we've been on the ground now for this is our fourth week here. This this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Henry Oil. You know, call them today. Still, it's still chilly out. It's still cold. An oil company that you can depend on, Rhode Island tradition, since 1947. It's Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery for you, whether it's a residential or commercial. You can depend on Henry Oil. Give them a call today, 401 521 
401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable, fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Well, folks, again, um, as much as I am uh, overseas and we've been obviously focusing in bringing coverage regarding the war, uh, regarding Ukraine, uh, I'm obviously following events at home. And uh, this FBI probe involving Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee certainly has my attention. And I see the Channel 10 who was trying to get a hold of him on Friday, uh, they were, in fact, able to catch up with um, with Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. They were able to catch up with him, um, I believe, yesterday. And what's interesting to me about this is Governor McKee, he has certain talking points that I would say that he's kind of latched onto. And something that he talks about is this uh, procurement. And he feels, again, I believe this is all his, um, I think Brian Crandall did a a good job on this, um, simply because you, you hear where the governor has kind of changed his position regarding this whole contract and the fact that the FBI is now looking into it. And again, I, I think it's really significant um, he's not going to shake this. This is not going to go any away anytime soon. I think this spells problems for Governor McKee. It's the beginning of his troubles, not the end of his troubles. There's going to be leaks. There's going to be grand jury. This can go into different areas. Uh, he's got some serious problems. So let's listen. He's uh, come up with some talking points. This is the NBC 10 piece regarding Rhode Island Governor Dean McKee, who's now the subject of an FBI investigation. Last week, Brian Crandall is live now in Providence with a follow-up we've been waiting for. Brian? Well, Patrice and Dan, Governor Dan McKinney is still defending the contract with the ILO group to help reopen schools in the wake of COVID last year, a deal that paid the fledgling company with ties to a McKee advisor nearly $2 million. How nervous are you now that the FBI is involved in this investigation? Well, I, I, I don't really, I can't comment on, I don't know what's going, you know, what is actually happening. We, as far as any investigation, we'll continue to work with people and provide them with all the information they ask for. Emails from just over a year ago show an education advisor McKee is close to crafted the scope of the deal with the head of ILO before the contract went out to bid and then McKee was in the loop. Critics claim ILO got preferential treatment. The FBI doesn't usually go on goose chases. Does that, you right. said all along that there's nothing here. Do you still maintain that? Well, the decisions we make are in the best interest of the taxpayers. Oh, um, come on. Whether it's the health, education, the economy, equity. We're in a far better spot this year than last year. And the decisions that we've made have led us to that point. So I'm comfortable with the decisions that we've made. McKee was outright dismissive of criticism six months ago. There's no inside track. Oh, my God. What don't people get? The governor saying now there was the potential the contract could even have been given without going out to bid. We brought real good people in uh, to deal with a, a real um, uh, a crisis like we've never seen before in the state of Rhode Island. Uh, do you still maintain that there was no inside track? I know I've asked you that before, that there was no inside connection here to get a favorable contract for basically one company. Once it went to procurement, it was out of my hands. Procurement. And, uh, and then we filed the procedures. Remember, that was about a weekend to be in office. Uh, and um, agreements were being brought in on sole source at that point in time. We thought that that was a possibility. Once it went to procurement, it went out of our hands. All right, so the FBI is asking questions. I asked the spokesman for the Rhode Department of Education if they've been contacted by the FBI in recent days. I was told it's an ongoing legal matter and investigation, and therefore, no further comment. I'm Brian Crandall, NBC 10 News, live in Providence. All right, so he, here's where folks, now first of all, I like how Patrice Wood says, who finally answered to us, and that's because they were dodging Crandall on Friday. Now, with Governor McKee, uh, again, what I stands out to me, folks, with this whole thing is, number one, notice he says, you know, they're, they're trying to find what they're supposed to say. Uh, you know, we were just a week in office. Well, you know, I don't think that matters. If a crime was committed, and it sure sounds like one was, and I don't think I can tell you the FBI would not be investigating this if they didn't see evidence that a crime was committed. But um, the allegation to try to say, well, we were just a week in, in office, that – that's really not an excuse for breaking the law. It sure sounds like this was a rigged bid. Um, I think Brian Crandall and NBC10, they were actually um, 
somewhat uh, overly gracious and fair to Governor McKee to say that they only got $2 million. The deal was supposed to be over $5 million. So now, for whatever reason, why the governor is now, he's also trying to say the McKee people now and his administration under this FBI probe. Governor and McKee's we also are back. Say, well, I you know, apologize. It doesn't even have to go out to bid. We I am just uh, giving it out. But it did go out to bid. And it sure seems as though I was they were just seeing I was Juan was on a tangent. And obviously now and we apparently don't know. I must I have uh, broken free. I apologize he doesn't to know. Uh, Jeff I don't know and what everybody. This is about. He but we do have it back. About. Let me check the and time. We'll, we'll be provide whatever information. One fifty two. One fifty two. You know, and they, I am they, back. They, they, I apologize. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. Demanding documents. Uh, it was going people. along fine. I can tell you that. And this started suddenly. One cut out. So maybe people did not General hear Peter Narona my uh, thing. But I believe we are back, folks. Again, it's the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty nine J Perry Paving. Call them today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. They also, we, they reward veterans. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Get a free quote. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. It is J. Perry Paving. Give them a call today. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company. Committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big or how small their experienced, skilled team will always produce exceptional driveway asphalting. It's J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them today. Get a free quote at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. I will continue. Right now, the time is one fifty-four, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, you can uh, always listen online at the website, depetro.com. I apologize. I can see now. It looks like right at 40 is when we started to have some problems. So hopefully, uh, folks, again, I want to thank Henry Oil, who's been a big sponsor of ours, 401-5210-200, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. You can depend on Henry Oil. And as always, don't forget about surplus provisions for crying out loud. Surplus provisions Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, one mile from Garden City. Quality military surplus, tactical survival gear, unbeatable prices. And they have been keeping me safe since I have been in the war zone. It's surplus provisions. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Oh, good. On AM 13, thank you, JR, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I didn't know. I didn't know. I apologize if uh, we'd cut out. Thank you, JR. I appreciate that. Um, again, I, um, so listen, folks, it's obviously a challenge to do this broadcast from where we are. Uh, many people would not even attempt it, but we have. And for the most part, I, I want to thank, uh, of course, Jeff, who's just phenomenal. And JR, the big time. And folks, I, I want you to know, it is, um, and I've talked about this. Listen, it is it is quite the challenge trying to go into Ukraine and, um, and broadcast. It's, first of all, it's a challenge going into Ukraine. Uh, people keep asking me, what is it, what is it like? Uh, it's, it's, it's a war zone. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of guns. There's a lot of trucks. There's a lot of tanks. There's, there's the, 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 some, some things that, listen, I can't highlight enough, and I'm not trying to be redundant or broken record. The language barrier, it's, it's a problem. You know what else? I want to address this, actually. What time is it? One fifty-six on this Tuesday. Now, um, I want to say hello to Freddie, who's a big listener, sent me an email saying, <clears throat> and this does make sense, by the way. Um, we don't have any American troops in there. And again, I want to call out that I, I still can't believe that America One report saying, oh, good, saying that American troops were killing Ukrainians and then blaming it on the Russians. Completely false. Horrible. But because there's no American troops, no 
American media is embedded with any of the um, American military. That was very dramatic in the invasion in Iraq. And you had, remember uh, Colonel Oliver North with Fox was one point was embedded. Um, Geraldo was embedded. David Bloom of NBC News lost his life through a blood clot. He was embedded. Um, You don't have that because we don't have American troops. Now, if they put NATO troops in western Ukraine, then there might be the opportunity for people to be embedded. But that's why you don't see you see American reporters, obviously, and some of the reporting, I think, I think is really fantastic. But, for instance, now, you know, I've been in Ukraine now the times that I've been in. I I have not run into one American, not one. Now, if if we were involved with the war, then through the Pentagon, they have people embedded. If you go way back, I mean, they've had war correspondents, Andy Rooney. Do you remember for 60 Minutes, he was embedded in the Second World War. He was an embedded reporter in, in, the, um, in, D, in the D-Day invasion. Now, granted, they were then, because of that, they were like a day or two behind. They weren't right there. But, but that's what it is. So now the Russians, right, they're not going to have, they, they don't want any media, let alone, they're certainly not going to be an American reporters embedded with them. And as far as Ukraine Many of the reporters that I'm seeing, they're people from Ukraine. Uh, they know Ukraine. There's a reporter that I follow on social media that he grew up there. Some of his friends or he, like guys he grew up with in his neighborhood are fighting and soldiers. So, you know, he's obviously there. He knows the territory. He knows the terrain. He can speak the language. So someone like that is embedded. But it's it's really difficult when when you're not and we're not and there's no American troops and then obviously the language barrier and then just uh, the bombing sets everybody off. So, folks, again, uh, uh, it's John DePietro. Thank you for listening on this Tuesday. We are back tomorrow. We continue our coverage week four of World at War. Now, I want you to stay tuned because coming up will be the two o'clock news and then it'll be the John Dion program. I think I'm. I'm going to do Facebook Live later on. But in the meantime, visit the website, depetro.com. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. Enjoy this Tuesday. And then we're back on the radio tomorrow at 11. Thank WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.